Y'all, I am Tyler Meredith, and welcome to another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy, baby! Let's make some magic. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy. I am so filled with joy and excitement to have the guest who is joining me here today. He is one of my very dear friends. He is an incredible actor, an incredible educator, an incredible poet. He is headlining the St. Louis Fringe in August. How fucking badass is that? He really is one of the most joyous, kind, generous, loving human beings. If you ever have the chance to meet him, that is truly a gift to you. I am so excited and overwhelmed and grateful. Thank you so much for joining me, Greg Jaffa. (gasps) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It's it's really great to be on this with you. Yay. What a treat. What a treat. I mean, like, can you believe... It has been a sensible year and a half since the universe brought us together to do a play in Arkansas, you know, yeah, of all yeah. places. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I've been a long, long time, long time fan, first time guest, but like I've been of you, not of, of the podcast too, obviously, but like of you, like I've just always been a big fan of you because before we even met, like hearing people talk about you if if ever like you you learn so much about somebody before you meet them just about how people talk about them and like sarah price how sarah price speaks about you i was like this person can't be real and then i met you and i was like yep yep the the hype is real tyler meredith is that person oh my god i'm blushing i'm sweating thank you so much (laughs) you're so kind I mean, same. She was like, you are going to meet Greg and then that'll be all she wrote. Like off to the races, y'all will be friends forever. And that, I mean, yeah, that was very true. All of the hijinks, like truly the hijinks that we got up to before going on stage for that first scene, I will never, I will never forget it is some of my favorite theater memories of all time. Like, (laughs) oh man. (laughs) But I, I just, but I just loved it because you were, you are the professional. You're the consummate professional. Um, I don't know if people know this about you, but you keep your script with you every, and you look over it before every single performance. Like it is oh backstage with you. I'm such uh, a nerd. Hopefully I'm, not, I'm like, hopefully I'm not giving away some, some, uh, no. I'm, not, uh, I'm not demystifying. No. <laughs> <laughs> the lore of Tyler Meredith. No. But it was just, it was oh, just so funny because you're just like, you're like, all right, like Tyler's back there. She's just like, she's getting ready and stuff. And we're just back there being ridiculous. <laughs> um, but, but I think it's why, it's why you slayed every time. And we had some hit or misses because we're just like, there were times that we just weren't focused, but you were always just like on it. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so I'm so glad you thought that. Um but truly my favorite moments were right before we went on stage and 
I don't know how this tradition got started, but I would always say stupid shit, like say hi to um, our ASMs and like right before we go on. And I would, I don't even, I don't even know. It's, it was so dumb. And then, but I was like, okay, Greg thought it was funny once. So like, I cannot fucking fail him. Like I better be fucking funny. So I would just like try, I was like, okay, okay. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? It was, it was, it was pressure that I was willing to take on because I wanted to say, do a good bit for you, you know? That was important. That was important to me. You are the the bitch. I I will admit the bits are always they're always golden. Um, <laughs> so probably not always. Uh, probably not things that we could probably share on the podcast. No, but like no. They were, <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I, think my, I think my favorite though were always the ones that we did backstage that were like across the back of the stage. Yeah, because there'd be like things going on, but we're trying to be quiet in the back, but like trying to make each other laugh back yes. there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was good times. It was great times. And now we've, through quarantine and COVID, have become walk buddies. We get to go on social distance walks and get a Starbucks and just trot around. It's like my favorite part of every other week. It's such a treat. It is It is really, really lovely to just like walk around and shake our heads at the people <laughs> not wearing masks. Or yes. Just- <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Uh yeah, it is. You know, and like we said, it's like, well, they're lucky my mask is on. Uh, I would probably still be making this face if it was off, but at least it hides. And now I'm really focusing on shooting everything through my eyeballs. You know, it's just like all of all of my um, frustration, you know. So we'll see. Maybe that'll be helpful on film. TBD. TBD, you know? I mean, it's a, it's a lovely perk to just be able to talk about people while looking right at them oh. and them not being able to read your lips. Yes. Beautiful. I think yeah. it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. Um, well, as you know, we like to start off the pod each week by asking our guests the same three questions. Um, one, what is your relationship like to Disney? Okay. So I, <laughs> so I, I, grew, up, <laughs> I grew up in Miami. And so... Um, so Disney World was just like right up the road, like about mm-hmm. three and a half, four hours away. Uh, mm-hmm. And my sister was a huge Mickey Mouse fan. Just like oh. Mickey Mouse and stuff. Like she, her and the mouse are really, really close. Um, she's actually passed this on to my nephew, uh, her youngest son, who is uh, about five, Isaiah. And she keeps trying to convince us that she's not the one who, who made him fall in love with Mickey Mouse. But I was like, you have, okay, this is how serious it is. My sister has a Mickey Mouse Letterman jacket. Oh my God, I'm jealous. That's amazing. That I I vividly remember her wearing in high school, like when she was in high school. And when I was, actually, I'm pretty sure she still has this jacket. Wow. Um, Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, but it was odd because when you live in Florida, like, and you have uh, have the ability to go to Disney World so much, it doesn't Mm -hmm. seem so magical to you. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. And I have family who live in Kissimmee, mm-hmm. um, Orlando. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Who knows? So it's yes. Um, I'm like I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, but <laughs> um, and so and so actually, Disney was a giant inconvenience because oh. they're like they live there, and like you have this this influx of people all the time. Oh, gross! So, like, it, just, it actually was. It just made life actually much more difficult. Disney World, and people are like, "It's the most magical place," and we're like, "Go home, go away, go away, go away." Especially yeah. like in the winter, because it was also warm down there. 
Oh, um, I, I think bet. Well, my relationship with Disney was a little bittersweet, but we um, English is not my first language, so I spent a lot of time learning from television. Like uh-huh. we spent copious amounts of time in front of the television, uh, and we watched a lot of movies, and mm-hmm. so we just had a crap ton of Disney movies that we watched. Like I remember the old VHSs and like those plastic containers. Uh, the plastic holders. Yes. That oh, in. yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, I'm pretty sure we 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 had those until like just a couple of years ago. I wouldn't be surprised if my sister has them somewhere because she does hoard all the things. Well, oh, no, no. sure, she's, yeah. She's the keeper of memories. That she's yes. not a hoarder. She's the keeper. That's of memories. That's what I tell my dad that he is, even though I'm like. But I'm like, but you're the keeper of memories. And thank you. Because right now he's like, oh, I have your first button that you ever got from Disney World when you were four. I was like, that's amazing. Why? That's amazing. You know, so yes, keeper of memories. I love that. That's great. That's great. Wow. So so Disney World itself, mm, but like Disney movies were just always a staple and they were always playing. Like we watched... I watched a lot of cartoons. Just cartoons were always playing, whether they were movies or just TV, just in general. Yeah, um, yeah. Enough, yeah, I didn't, I mean, I didn't have aspirations to become an actor when I was young. I was actually mm-hmm. going to be an orthodontist. That's a long, what? lovely story. Oh, great, great. I love that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, but they, uh, I didn't realize the, that was my, intro, that was my first introduction to clowns were oh. these cartoons like your Bugs Bunnies and such, you know, um, sure. like those, that was my first introduction to like these resilient individuals who could do anything wow. and expanded my imagination when I was young. So, yeah. Wow. So Disney got that little special place in there. I love that. Um, I love that. That's awesome. I mean, if you had to pick three, like your top three Disney movies, what would they be? Okay, so uh, I know this isn't the rules. I know three is the is the call, but I want to do two honorable mentions. Oh, oh, I love an honorable mention. I live for an honorable mention. Please, please, please. Okay. Um, so Toy Story, definitely oh. an honorable mention. It's Great. just because I, 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 was that, I was that person after I watched it. I was just like, I knew it. I knew the toys did this. And I would just like wait up at night and same. just watch and wait for them to do something. Same, uh, same. <laughs> <laughs> um that and that that um that baby doll head like gave me nightmares for oh my god that shit was crazy sid's backyard i was like fuck this oh shit oh Mm-mm. god sid mm-hmm. um honorable mention that's not a, one doesn't think of it as a disney uh when they think of disney uh-huh. like mighty duck movies <gasps> oh in d3 oh like, my god d3 like come on on those movies few things can can you imagine if someone started quacking like in a theater audience and then proceeded to get an entire theater to quack I would lose my goddamn mind like I wouldn't that there's nothing there's nothing that can get you more hyped up than a group of people quacking I believe it I believe it yeah definitely Mm -hmm. so yeah so those are my honorable mentions great Um, I love that so my my three movies are uh, Lion King because mm-hmm. I still want to see it on Broadway like I because I there are like I loved it so much like I got the Broadway soundtrack and I just want to see them do Shadowland Shadowland is oh, just it's, I think that was the only thing about the live action that I was so like remiss for was 
Shadowland, especially because I was like, you have Beyonce. Like, I just, it was, oh my God, that song. And oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to see it in New York one day because it is, it truly is next level. It's so amazing. Um, Check it to be Mulan. Yes. Uh, Because it's just, I I just love all those characters. Like, (laughs) I quote quote Mushu a lot. Like, (laughs) like, to this day, I still quote Mushu a lot. That's Um, amazing. I'm pretty sure, sure, like, the Dishonor on You, Dishonor on Your Cow is my background (laughs) for, like, my WhatsApp. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Wow. Um, I I love that. I love that. (laughs) I mean, Cricky, man. Cricky is the the best. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And a goofy movie. Ugh. Yes, yes, um, yes. A goofy movie. Well, um, I, th- I think I said this to you when, uh, when we talked about, because uh, I, I talked to you about like listening to the podcast about a goofy movie. And uh-huh. it was, Max was the first time that I saw myself in a movie. That's like, amazing. even though like there wasn't like a distinction of like Max is black. And it was like, to me, still to this day, I'm like, that feels like the blackest movie, blackest Disney movie that I've seen. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, preceding like Princess and the Frog and such, but like that right. is that. Yeah, Max was the first time that I like I saw myself in a Disney movie and was like, oh, that is really really cool. That's and, amazing. Yeah, so that That's one amazing is a special place for me. I love that. Oh, I love all those answers. So many good like '90s classics. Um, if you, I mean, if you could be any Disney character, who would you be? Cusco. <laughs> yes! Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, I'm so shook by that answer. That's literally so great and makes so much sense. I'm <laughs> this human, well, the well, one the art his arc as a human just like yeah. I was like that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know it's just the idea of being a llama. Like, I just, I was like, I'm like, oh, of all things, I'm just like, that is a very interesting perspective. Like, I'm, I'm, I was the kid, and I think this is why we're also doing uh, the movie that we're doing uh, uh-huh. today. Uh-huh. I was a kid, like, I've always thought about, like, what is the vantage point of, like, the dog or, like, the birds or that? Like, it's like, what, like, how are they seeing the world right now? Like, I would just, like, be that kid that just, like, stares at something. It's like, I wonder what they are seeing and how they're seeing it. Of course, which makes you, like, such an amazing actor and educator. That makes so much sense. <laughs> like it's just, So, like, I always love, like, looking at things from different perspectives. And mm-hmm. animals are definitely, like, I think was my, my first, like, hmm, I wonder what's going on in there. And so, like, Cusco, just, like, going on that adventure and, like, becoming a llama. Um, yes, and just, yes. It's, it's like that world is so much fun, like just so much fun. Yeah, um, it really is. That whole movie is it's like, I think, one of the most underrated Disney films. It is absolutely incredible. I love it so much. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. And we love to see it. Um <laughs> And well, I'm I'm so excited about the film you wanted to talk about today, which you also shared with me off the mic is one of your favorites. And I I also loved it so much when I was younger. And I truly think it's one of the most underrated Pixar films, Um, A Bug's Life from 1998. Like what a what an 
I feel like it's just so forgotten about. And there are so many incredible messages in this film. And it, in like Pixar's way, is like for 1998, I feel like, you know, I mean, that's kind of how they establish themselves. They're like, we're, we're going to teach kids lessons that they need to learn through cartoons. Um, and hopefully adults will learn them too, you know? Yeah. I mean, excuse my language, but like this movie is radical as fuck. No, like, oh, you can say fuck as much as you want. Yeah. <laughs> Please say fuck as much as you want. <laughs> but it's just like, I didn't realize, cause I was like always so amped after I watched this movie, not realizing I'm just like, I'm being radicalized by blue and purple ants right now. Like, yes. Yes. And like learning about like structure, like, uh, like oppression and like how, stru- like how structures and systems, uh, keep people confined into these ideas. Like, I mean, we're going to get into it, but it's just like, right. oh my goodness. Like, I, and it re- it feels really, it feels really apt for the time, uh, yes. especially that we find ourselves right now, like to, to look at these movies and realize like what, like the lessons that they were trying to teach us uh, mm-hmm. about conformity and how systems are not built to work, um, how certain systems need to be reimagined. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I really, really love the fact that we're jumping into this movie. Yeah, no, me too. I'm so glad you wanted to do it. Um, and yeah, when we we open on like, you know, just like a grassy knoll, some birds are chirping, and I just wrote, fuck, this music is good. And then I was like, Randy fucking Newman, there he is. Like, he just, he doesn't <laughs> disappoint. <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah. He, he so beautiful. So yeah. picturesque. Yes. Yeah. And we see like these, you know, cutie, teeny little ants just climbing up stalks, grabbing some seeds, uh, taking things back to the ant hill. You know, it's like it does. It's like you said, it's like very picturesque. Um, uh, and I, I love that kind of immediately they establish this idea of like when one of these ants, when something, you know, like falls when the leaf falls in front of them, then they don't, since the line is broken, they don't know how to get around the leaf because they're just taught to stay in line um, and know their place. Um, Which from jump, I was like, holy shit. I was so vocal watching this. It is amazing to watch it as an adult, I think. It's, yeah, yeah. It says all of the things. Um, and um, we meet Princess Ada. First of all, this cast is fucking stacked. Oh, it my is- goodness. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I went back and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I oh know. My God. Like, I know. <laughs> like, I <laughs> you get Julia Louis-Dreyfus in 98. Like, I mean, she's amazing anyways, but I'm like coming off of Seinfeld. Like she is peak, 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 like famous, famous, famous. Like that is insane. Um, and Phyllis Diller is the queen. Um, and and she and basically she's trying to reassure Ada about um uh, well, we find out later who's coming, um, but essentially about the grasshoppers and telling her it's going to be fine. Um, we meet Dot, my personal fave, um, who who is the cutest aunt uh, ever in existence, um, who is voiced by Hayden Panettiere. I was like, what? She must have been like 12 years old or 10 years old. Or, she yeah. was eight. She was eight? 
she was eight when this happened because she was born in what? She was born in eighty nine. Oh and my gosh! So, so, so it was like nine. So, but this was and this was like before. Remember the Titans? Yes. Like, this oh is, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah was like, this was like two years before Remember the Titans. If I remember, uh, Remember the Titans was 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I was like, cool. What have I done with my life? Hayden Panettiere voiced this character before she was 10. Um, and uh, and some of some of the stocks uh, keep falling on Ada because Flick is using this invention to cut them down. Um, Flick voiced by Dave Foley, who I like... I didn't, I forgot, and then I remembered, and then I had to go look up again, like, everything he's done. I mean, like, Kids in the Hall, I mean, so much shit. Like, he, his career has been so long, and he is so great in this movie. He is so funny. It's, I I love it because I think this was also the first time that I, I heard a voice and I'm just like I can't place this voice anywhere else. Yes, like this doesn't sound like this doesn't sound like oh I'm doing an impersonation of this person's voice and or this iteration. I was just like I can't like still till now I'm like I can't find that voice outside of Flick's body. Right, for me. same, um, same. It's yeah, it's Flick. I'm like you're Flick. Like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's all you'll be. Yeah, um, does one capture angst in a voice? Right. Yes. Yes. Perfectly. Oh man, it's yeah, it's so great. Yeah, and he's just trying to be helpful, and I love that he's like he is a dreamer, like he is an inventor. Um, I love Pixar has so much. God, I mean, they're fucking narratives about and Disney, of course, about like dreams, but I feel like you know, Pixar puts so much onus on like being an individual and how like that is actually a strength. And I think that's such an amazing lesson. Um, and so I love that he's like, he's an inventor. Um, and, uh, uh, and, and he's talking to Dot and he, uh, Dot's like, listen, being little is bad. And he's like, no, it is not. And he gives her this amazing analogy of a seed, and he's trying to get her to imagine it as a rock, and she can't imagine, like, she doesn't, because I feel like the ants haven't been taught to dream. I mean, they're they're taught to stand in line, and they're taught to do what they're told, and Flick can't help himself, um, which makes him a great protagonist. He's great. It's just... And it, it makes it very, very clear that he sees the world outside of what is on the line. Yes. And the youth, like, they're surrounded by grass. And yeah. I, I, I didn't really even catch up, pick this up until I just watched it recently. I'm like, they're surrounded by grass, but they don't think of the grass as anything else but grass. But he uses it as a tel- he uses it as the base for a telescope. He uses it as a, the base for a micro uh, for a megaphone. Yes, and it's just yeah. like there's so many uses to this, mm-hmm. and it's like this is something that is part of your world. And so, like, what are the things that are around you that you're not reimagining, uh, reimagining and utilizing them in different ways? Oh, yes. Yeah. And and I, I love that the animators, I mean, of course, they're brilliant, but like every time they create a different world in each of these different movies, it's so specific. And they always, you know, yeah, like allow these dreamers to 
find magic in really simple things. And it, it is like the details they put into it. It's just outstanding. I, I think it's so cool. Um, and and all of a sudden the alarms uh, start sounding because, quote unquote, they are here. This movie and you and you told me this when we talked about it on one of our walks and I had forgotten and it is so the, the dialogue in this movie is it is shocking. Like it is shocking how and we'll get to Hopper, but like uh, it is shocking how violent the dialogue is. Um, oh. I mean, it is it like, uh, yeah. And my husband, Jeff, and I, he came in and watched like the last half of it. And he he had never really I think maybe watched it once a long time ago. And he was like, this is fucked up. I was like, yeah. And like, I love that Pixar is is having children see this. Like, this is amazing. Um, but yeah, it's, so we get the line, they are here. Um, and, uh, oh God, <laughs> in just the cringiest and most unfortunate sequences, um, the uh, <laughs> poor, poor flick has his um, invention um, and uh, he he props, what, it, what happens? He like props it up um, on the side of the offering stone where the food is and he heads to the yeah. anthill, right? Yeah, it's because, um, so the invention that he has that he was using earlier that kept on uh, dropping things on Princess Ada uh -huh. uh, was this, um, this invention that cuts down the whole stock so you can collect all the seeds on a stock instead of picking them one by one. Right. Um, but what it does is like then it discards the stock itself. And so mm -hmm. it has a launching mechanism on it. And so when he runs up the, the offering stone and puts it down, when it falls down, it activates the spring of the of what was launching the stock earlier yes. and in a rock as that then pivots the rock and all the seeds then fall into the water. And oh, oh my God. Like I literally stood up with him when he's like, no, 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 no. Yes. Like, like, I stood up with him and started doing that. It's one of those, like, you are absolutely right. It's like, it's so <laughs> cringe because you're like, Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Because you don't even know who's coming. No. But you know this is the worst thing that could happen in this. Yes, world. it is. Yeah, it, it really, really is. Um, and he and Flick goes to try and tell Ada what happened. But before he can, we meet the grasshoppers. They they bust into the anthill. They kick into it because um, there is no food for them. This is terrifying. I mean, honestly, like, this is so fucking scary. Um, the way they animate the grasshoppers, how much bigger they are. Um, uh, it's just the whole sequence is like, again, it's like, it's violent. Like, I... Yeah, it's violent. Even down to, even down to the sound, because yes. we've we've seen uh, two people fly. We've seen right. uh, Prince Adam fly a little bit, and what that sounds like, mm -hmm. um, like flutter and stuff. We've seen Dot try to fly and is told not to right. until her bro. <laughs> um, but the sound, Ugh. it's like the impression of like. Uh, like a small plane flying is what like it sounds like for Princess Ada and for Dot, mm -hmm. and the upper sounds like a jumbo jet. Like it's like it yes. is so like the sound. It's like you're in 
golf in it. And you're just like, yeah. this is what thinking feels sounds like. Yes. Yeah. And I, I love that when, when they do leave, I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but like throughout the movie, they, they really like, and they say, let's ride. I mean, it does. It sounds like a pack of motorcycles. It is so fucking deafening. It is so loud and intense. Um, and we meet, I mean, this is, this could be a whole episode of a podcast. The fact that Kevin Spacey voices Hopper, but, um, that, (laughs) I mean, that in its holy, holy shit. I mean, it like, again, (laughs) I was like, well, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. the casting of that is, uh, it's unfortunately perfect. Um, and uh, uh, the, man, I mean, I was like, God, that is art fucking imitating life. I mean, just just the, the, the things that he uh, did in his life. Um, and again, I could talk about that for two hours on a different podcast. But, um, you know, I think... I mean, obviously, Disney uh, at the time didn't know that um, all of the really terrible shit he did, uh, maybe they didn't know. And then it comes out later and he is playing a monster and unfortunately is a monster. So um, but damn, I mean, that to me, knowing that that was him gave an entire different level to all of this shit. Yeah, (laughs) watching this more, uh, watching this recently, I was like. It feels, oh, because like, like when we when we talked about this too, like I quoted. Like we'll talk about this later. Yeah. But like I, I like I re- that that speech is embedded in my Ooh. brain. Like, Ooh. Words, yes. I know it. But like now that 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 speech is so chilling to me. I was just like, Ugh. it is. It's oh, yeah. Speaks. Uh, Hopper speaks. The <gasps> the walking around in silence and making uh. sure ants move out of the way i was like it felt so gross Mm -hmm. i was like oh you're like you're flexing you are literally flexing your power right now like yes yeah i said this is some serious white cis male energy if i've ever seen it like this is just like yeah exactly just a fucking flex of power um and Oh, he gets so and he gets so close to well, he does get um, close to Dot, but like um, he gets like way close to Ada. It's just uh, he is. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, It's, you know, I mean, clearly abusing their power. And you immediately see this dynamic between the ants and the grasshoppers. Um, And like I, I never would have started off watching this film and think that this is what is coming, which again, I think is why Pixar is brilliant. Like, <laughs> I didn't like, uh, yeah, the, the fact is like, wait, these are the antagonists. I was like, oh, that's, yeah. yeah but then the, but then uh, what's kind of brilliant too is when, when he speaks, when Hopper uh, mm-hmm. speaks, uh, it's like the reminder of what the order of things are. Yes. And it's just how gross that feels because it's so in line with like how the ants go about their lives. It's yeah. like, this is the order. This is what we do. And like, I mean, and it's like, there's a hark back to it later, but it's like, you know, the sun grows the food, the ants pick the food. Yes. The eat the food. It's just like, things always are. This is the hierarchy. Mm. And under and it and stay in line. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, like, then hearing ants say you have to stay in line to other ants. 
like that, that was so chilling too. Um, you know, the fact that clearly this group has exuded power over another group of human beings or human beings, ants, sorry, <laughs> like, um, but they, um, of the ants and now it is so ingrained in their thinking. Um, and, uh, and yeah, his fucking line, like, if you don't keep your end of the bargain, then we can't protect you. It's so fucking manipulative. Like, you know, the idea that, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, keep going. Oh, no, just that, yeah, the idea that, like, you're couching this and offering them protection when I, and I mean, skipping way ahead, but I love that, you know, ants are actually unbelievably fucking strong insects. Um, and how then of course they, I mean, truly that's, I mean, that's the whole thing, you know, I mean, grasshoppers know how strong they are. They're afraid of them, but the idea that they're like, well, we can't protect you unless you keep this end of this bargain. It is the gaslighting, the manipulation of that is fucking insane. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. the fact that, yeah, and I, I wrote that line down. If you don't keep the end of your bargain, someone mm. could get hurt. Yes. And I was like, the fact that the ants don't realize, it's like, well, you're, because they say, like, you know, we can't protect you from other bugs and everything like that. But I'm like, you're, also, you're paying them to keep you protected from them. The yes. grasshoppers, I was just like, oh, my God, this is. Like, yeah, it's like the ultimate gaslight. And to have, oh, my God, Thumper. Oh, okay. We'll get to that white walking motherfucker. Because I was like, what the fuck? I was like, get this white walker out of here. Fuck this guy. But then, and then Jeff, Jeff was like, well, Tyler, you don't know. I mean, they're using Thumper. I was like, they are. But like, I can't fuck with Thumper. Like, that is terrifying. And like, he... He's a white walker and I refuse. Um, but um, yeah, when he he pushes um, Dot um, in front of Thumper, he, when he picks her up by her fucking head, I was like, I'm incensed. I'm incensed. I like I was like, I want to punch a wall. This is what the fuck is happening. Um, and uh, and then when he says, it seems like you answer for getting your place when Flick um, stands up to him or right before Flick steps up to him um, and saves her. I mean, yeah, fuck Hopper, man. Like he like and then he's like, well, fine, you guys can collect twice as much food Um uh, before the first leaf falls. But if they do that, they won't be able to collect any food for themselves. And then they fucking say, let's ride and ride off on their fake motorcycle wing sound. And I was like, get the yeah. fuck out of it. That is intense. That's like in the first 15 minutes of the film. It's no, um, but I'm like, in my mind, uh, I'm not, in my mind, I'm wondering how... How is Thumper any different than what the state, uh, how is, yeah, how is Thumper any different than what law enforcement is? 100%. Individuals in position, uh, you have individuals in positions of power and they are utilizing uh, force in order yeah. to keep other people in line through the threat of violence. 100%. Like, 100%. I'm like, can we not find, like, that is such a, like, that's a perfect analogy about where we're at right now. Like, yes, I'm like, it is. <laughs> So I'm just like, oh, 1998 Pixar, you understood something that we may not have picked up on so clearly. Yes, like, yes. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, the analogy, yes, the analogy between grass, the grasshoppers and law enforcement is so clear. Like, you would have to actively avoid paying attention to the movie to not see it. Like, it actually is just so clear. It's insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, But I think Jeff is also right. It's just like, but Thumper is still being used. Like, I don't yeah. want that to get lost. It's just like, yeah, like. Yeah. This is your role and this is what you have to do. Yeah. So it's odd because then we look at Thumper as worse than the person who's actually controlling Thumper. Holy. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoop. Uh, we're not, this is we're still we're still in Act One right we're now. We're still so in Act One. <laughs> this is a four part play. <laughs> you better get your intermission pee break. Get your snacks. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, but yeah, and and Flick, um, he we cut to him being um, like he's sitting in front of like the royal court talking about his mistake, um, and Flick has this idea to go find bigger bugs to help them collect food, which is fucking brilliant. Like, let's be clear. Um, And then I'm like, and also simple, like no one else thought of it. (laughs) Um, But um, the the royal court uh, and Princess Ada are like, actually, this could be great because then he'll just be out of the way. Um, And they're like, I mean, it's fine. He's really not going to go. Like, no one leaves the island. Um... Which I also think is super interesting. Um, And again, like the idea that, you know, I mean, the answer just taught to stay there and not leave and not question anything and not dream and not think outside of this island. And again, Flick is a dreamer. Like he is, he, yeah, like you said, he can see what, he can see beyond what he has and he can see beyond what is right in front of him. Um, And... mm -hmm. No, I was going to say, there's an odd, I don't know, I, I, I didn't pick up on this until this last watch, too. It's like the strength of, the strength of mobility to be mm-hmm. able to leave and move. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that's emphasized in being able to fly in this movie. Yes, yes. Like how, like, how, like, I, can, like I can get up and go at any point. Mm-hmm. And like the, being trapped, like as, as a society, thinking about like how we take resources away from people and don't uh, and put them in a place or in a mindset like that. They don't have the freedom of movement, the freedom yeah. to leave where they are. Absolutely. But we have these, uh, these overlords that it's like, we can get up and go at any point. We can fly. We're bigger than you. We're stronger than you. But like the strength of flying and the power in that, mm. And mm. I think it's also emphasized in like dot, not them not encouraging dot to fly it because she's too young. It's just yes. like, there's a power in this. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, and yeah, yeah, the next day he's like, he's all set with his little camping gear. I love all of his little accoutrement. And um, and he leaves and uh, he leaves and everyone cheers. And he's like, wow, that's great. But no, they're cheering. Oh, he left. 
so bad because he's just like because he thinks that they're all cheering because he's about to go off on this adventure. Right. They're and not. They, they're, they're cheering because he, he left. I know it's so sad. Um, and he climbs up on a dandelion and grabs one of the little poof sprigs. That's what I called it. Um, and uh, and and he jumps on and he's off and then immediately crashes into a rock. Love yes. love a physical bet. Yeah. Um, but. Um, but then uh, some bugs, um, now now we're back with the grasshoppers. Or no, 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 I'm so sorry. We are not no, no, no. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're about to go to the circus. But before we jump there, yes. it's kind of a line that I didn't hear until the last time I watched too. It's like, or oppressed ants everywhere. Wow. What? Yeah, he's like, uh, for the colony... Which is so funny that they call themselves the colony too. That's a yeah. ooh. Yep. Like for the colony and for oppressed ants everywhere before he flies off on this. And I was like, oh, wow. so you're aware? Of, uh, and so like, I was just like, oh man, I'm like, you're tipping your hand here a little bit, but it's so subtle and it's so quick that you wouldn't even catch on to that. No. And, that's, and wow. I mean, also kid me watching it doesn't understand, fully understand the what oppression is, like what that what that system does to people. And I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And so he's like, they, they see, we see some bugs fighting. Um, (laughs) and we meet now, I mean, just to continue with this insane cast, um, slim, uh, the walking stick, David Hyde Pierce. We met Heimlich. (laughs) Oh my God. He's so good as this walking stick. Everyone is so well cast. It's so great. Um, And um, Heimlich, Joe Ramft, who animated, I mean, he passed away, unfortunately, super young, but animated and directed so many Pixar things. He voiced so many things in his own films. Um, Francis the Ladybug, who is a true standout in my mind because Dennis Leary is playing a ladybug. (laughs) Oh, my God. And and we meet this had to have been one of Madeline. Khan's like last films but she is Madeline Khan fucking iconic like clue I can't even stand it she is voicing um the gypsy moth um and Bonnie Hunt is uh voicing I think Rosie the um the spider Rosie's the spider right I think Uh, Rosie the spider yes yes yeah the voice of P.T. Flea though uh, which I didn't know, uh, John, uh, if I'm, I'm sorry if I'm saying this name wrong, Ratzenberger. Yeah, Ratzenberger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also, he's also the one who voices him in Toy oh, Story. Oh, yes, he is. Yeah, he has, I think, um, he has been billed uh, for more films than I think maybe anyone in history. Um, like, it has appeared in more credits for more films. He has more film credits than I think anyone else ever. Um, he yeah. is, he is every, he has been, I mean, God, he voices so many things, but he is like, uh, he is in every single Pixar film, um, literally since the beginning, um, in 95 and has been in so many Disney films. It's insane. 
It's insane. And you would never know who he was. Like, no one would recognize him. That's the dream. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and these, oh my God, these bugs, it's just so great. They are, they are working. They are part of a bug circus. Um, <laughs> it is so great. This entire sequence is so detailed and so perfect and so funny. Um, and the circus is just like a straight up shit show. Like, it's a disaster. Um, and. I hope I hope that pun was intended because there are like flies and yes, yes, yes. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Shit joke. Uh, Poop joke. Um, And um, um, but it's right next to this trailer that houses, quote unquote, the bug city that Flick comes to. Um, And he he runs into like a mime bug. I love I love that. It's like New York, you know, it's like Times Square. I wanted that mime to have more screen time. I really did. I was just like, oh, this could be a whole thing. Please make this be a whole thing. Same, same. Um, And he he shows up at um, this, or he sees the Tough Bugs bar. So he goes... He goes to this bar. I love that everyone's drinking droplets, that mosquitoes drink um, like droplets of blood and then they're wasted. It's like it's so it's so fucking creative. It's so, so smart. Um, and I I love that all the bugs from the circus uh, come there. They come to the same bar and these flies from the audience who are heckling them come to fight Francis. Um yes. Because earlier they were making fun of him because they're like, ooh, ladybug, ladybug. And, right. like, and Francis is just like, oh, just because I'm a ladybug, that means I have to be a girl? Like, yeah. I love... Love it. <laughs> love it. We love it. Love Francis so much. Um, and um, and then they do this. They're like, okay, do the Robin Hood act. Um, and, uh, and they... <laughs> act out a scene from Robin Hood um, and essentially that then the bar is a tin can it starts rolling away and Flick <laughs> does not see any of this happen he doesn't see how bad they are he doesn't see that they don't fight anyone they're just doing a play like he does not understand that they are just artists and not uh, super warriors um, and so he begs them to help him um, and they agree because they have to escape the flies like just it, it's so insane and perfect um and then i love that they fly away and they think they're that he is a talent scout that flick has scouted them to come perform for dinner theater it is so fucking great it is and they're just like they're like we can't wait to go it's just it's so fucking great i mean the again these actors are just so good it is so funny um and we cut back to Ant Island, and um, and the ants are trying to collect all of this food. Some of them are passing out from seemingly heat stroke. It is very hot. They do not have enough manpower to get all of the food they need uh, for Hopper. And um, and Dot uh, is looking out of, like you said, the little like leaf made telescope, um, and and sees Flick arrive, and everyone else flips out and runs away because of obviously, you know, they don't know. Like there are these random giant bugs. Like a dung beetle is huge. I would run away too. Looks very oh, intense. Oh, dim. Oh, I love dim. Oh my god, dim. What? And I mean, that actor from Everybody Loves Raymond is just so 
he's so great. And like, honestly, he does not have a lot of lines and everything he says smashes it. It's a home run. It's so funny. He's terrific. He's just so good. Um, and, uh, but they do, they, uh, everyone does come out. They get to meet all the ants. Um, and princess Ada is like, you know, not, not super into this. She's like, we don't fight. Like we don't fight grasshoppers. That's not what we do. Um, and, uh, and, but Flick is like, no, I mean, and everyone else kind of agrees. They're like, no, it's great. We'll have them fight the grasshoppers. This is brilliant because they think they're warriors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the warrior bugs. And yes. I love it because um, Flick tells, uh, they're, so they're the, the two bugs that are actually my favorite, even though they, um, they're, I mean, unfortunately, they're very stereotypical. Like there's uh, these like Slavic, uh, oh, these yes. two Slavic bugs, tuck yes. and roll, which yes. I find. tuck and roll. Uh, but like they, they just like they just like essentially repeat things, and so like there's a clear, very clear language barrier there. And yes. Flick tells them like Flick tells them the whole plan on their way there, and they just like look at each other and they're like, and they just like smile and go ha 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 ha. Yeah. And so like and so none of and I just love the fact that like everybody is under very different assumptions about what's happening. Yes. Um, and just like yes. how clever the language is because how Francis, how they get uh, the ants to really buy in is them, is them going like, Oh, when you're, when your grasshopper friends get here, we're going to knock them dead. And yes. just like, and everyone cares. And they're just like, it's like, wow, they're really like, these are really hard up for, <laughs> these yes. are really hard up for entertainment. It was yes. like, oh man. Yes. Oh God, it's so good. <laughs> and I love that then they put on um, like a sensible dinner and a, you know, a musical show for them. Um, I love that uh, uh, the queen, uh, one of the ants comes up. She's like, oh, he's one of our like resident thespians. Um, he was in pic <laughs> he was in picnic last year and I fucking died. I mean, I, you know, I'm here for a play joke. So I was like, that's fucking brilliant. Um, and, uh, and then, oh, I love the teeny tiny ants with their like vicious mural that they present them. Um, and the blueberries, right? the, blueberries. Bl the blueberries, yes, the blueberries. I can't also, <laughs> that was my, um, my high school didn't have sports because since we were an arts high school and so, but we did have a soccer team that the, uh, the student body decided to form, um, because a lot of the students played soccer. And so we're like, fine. So we didn't have a mascot. So they, they called themselves the fighting blueberries because our uniforms are blue. And I thought that was the cutest, uh, mascot of all <laughs> time so this reminded me a lot of that i was like yep that seems like us we were not terrifying at all and we were blue so yep checks out um it's nice to know you've always left the, it's nice to know that you have always led a very magical life yeah. i'm not the <laughs> but it's great to know that that, validation, that yep mm -hmm. fighting blueberries yep um and um and yeah they present this like super vicious mural um and then they <laughs> they do a play about the history with the grasshoppers and like slowly the circus bugs start to be like wait what the fuck are we here for like this is <laughs> we thought we were scouted like we we yeah we thought we were gonna do like you know just a sensible like eight person version of like i don't know like oklahoma and like here we are you know like a murder mystery and like we did not know we were gonna have to uh go through like a, a massacre or fight anyone this seems very intense um and then flick puts it together around the same time 
And it's like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that that was another stand up moment for me of being like, no, 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 no. Everything's going awry. Yes. yes, especially he's like, he's had this big moment. He has the megaphone and he's talking and Rosie like whispers in his ears and he goes, no, 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 there's no circus near here. And then he's like, wait, what looks over? And they like, ha and present that yes. camera zoom from the back all the way up to Flake's face is just brilliant. It's amazing. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Oh. Yeah, I love it. And and so he, he confronts them um, about being circus bugs. And Ada is like kind of off in the distance. She starts getting suspicious. And the circus bugs all start to leave because they're like, we are not warriors. Goodbye. And, um, and uh, Flick is hanging on to Slim, like he won't let go. And Dot um, climbs up on a dandelion, tries to fly, and her sweet little wings don't work yet. So, um, but she falls on one of the dandelion fuzzies um, and flies along on that. But they all end up near a fucking bird's nest. And this bird, this bird is on the case. This bird is ready. He is, you know, she's got to feed her babies. Um, She is like, yeah, she's ready to go. And um, Francis luckily catches Dot and then they fall in between some rocks um, and Heimlich baits the bird away. Um, <laughs> and and then Flick like executes this. I mean, this rescue mission is wild. It is so elaborate. Um, and the ants are watching all of this from afar and luckily they successfully escape the bird and everyone is cheering um, and then it, it like, yeah, so I, that was the thing. I was like, but you guys, you don't like, y'all don't like Flick. But then he does something like that, and you do like him. It's hard. No wonder his confidence is not very uh, strong or uh, sure-footed. I could, I can understand why. Um, and, but I think it comes from Ada, which a lot of it, I mean, she she says in this moment with Flick, where she's like, I'm not confident. Like, she basically is you know, essentially talking about imposter syndrome. Like, I don't, everyone thinks, you know, I can lead, but like, I don't think I can lead. Um, Which I think is really interesting. Like, again, I I just, I was like, this is really interesting to have a female ruler, like be super open and honest about thinking that she doesn't have a right to be in charge, Um, which I actually thought was really cool. And they're connected because uh, he finishes her sentence and she's like, you know, like, you don't know what it feels like when everyone, and he says, like, everyone's just, like, waiting for you to screw up. Yeah. Like, oh, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> like, that, like, hurt. Like, yeah. I mean, granted, yeah. like, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot speak from the perspective um, of a femme-identified person, especially one in a leadership uh, position and the, the scrutiny that comes uh, with that, as opposed mm-hmm. to the things that we allow men to continuously get away with. And so it's, it, it is it is odd because it is something that I don't want to centralize, uh, centralize myself in that narrative by mm-hmm. saying like, oh, I understand that. Um, I mean, I and I but I relate to it really, really. I really, really relate to that moment. And like that moment was like just so heartbreaking to think yeah. that somebody who is in this position and is supposed to be their leader, like everyone's waiting for this person to fail yeah. and tell them why they failed because they never believed in them in the first place yeah damn yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) 
<laughs> we feel it. Um, it's our movie, you know. Right. <laughs> I mean, classic. Yep. Um, and she apologizes to Flick, offers for him uh, to become the queen's aide to the circus bugs, um, and then casually mentions that uh, to him that Hopper is afraid of birds. And then Flick is like, Hopper's afraid of birds. Hopper's afraid of birds. Leaves, comes back, kisses her on the cheek, and is like, thank you, and then leaves. And she's, oh, she's blushing. And I said, oh, all right. I'm interested in this in this romance. I'm here for this. Um, and um, and they, I, I love this. Like all the circus bugs, they get applause. They are signing autographs. They are feeling famous. They feel like celebrities. Like it's everything they've ever wanted. Um, and they, it, I mean, Flick has this amazing idea to build this bird mobile. Um, and to since Hopper and Grasshoppers are afraid of birds, that then when they come back, they will be able to scare them away with this birdmobile. Um, and Princess Ada signs off on this idea, like she puts it in action. Um, and on a, an unrelated but <laughs> related note, um, the little blueberry ants love Francis so much, which is my favorite subplot line of the entire movie. <laughs> they're so cute i love it yeah they they fashion they fashion their 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 uniform after his uh after his pattern his ladybug pattern yes oh my so god they, they do they honor, their honorary den mother and i was like <laughs> that is so amazing it's much so to the good. chagrin of francis <laughs> right who, who also has a broken foot i love that like um and uh, but yeah, so now it is uh, as they are building the bird mobile, it is starting uh, starting to become fall. Um, they are using leaves for feathers and they are all working together to build this amazing thing. It's so beautiful. I thought this whole sequence was gorgeous. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, I, I love it because like watching everybody be like utilizing everybody's strengths. Like that's the mm -hmm. thing. It's just like. Bugs, I mean, ants collectively by themselves, or by themselves are not that quote unquote strong. But it's like collectively, this is what y'all can do. Yeah. And like, even though Princess says like this, it, you know, it's not our tradition to do things differently. But mm -hmm. it's like, but this is something y'all know how to do. It's like come together and work in this way. And they utilize uh, the strength of dim of uh, the mm -hmm. bug that Rosie is able to like use uh, as, a, as a spider, as a black widow. Like she's able to like tie things with silk. Um, yeah. You just like yeah. everybody is everybody's utilizing their strengths in this, and it's like it's, it's amazing. amazing yeah, what happens when we all realize what we're capable of and how we can use that for the collective good. Absolutely, and that I mean, the quote comes. I can't even remember when this comes in the movie, um, but I love this idea that together, even the smallest can achieve the greatest goal, um, which. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll get to that when I feel, you know, I feel like we talk about, you know, our takeaways, but I think it's so true, you know, um, the, the, like you said, the idea of people coming together to accomplish things that seem impossible. It's actually super possible if you come together. Um, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, and then we cut to the grasshoppers. They are under a, um, a sombrero of sorts. This, I mean, th like this also, this scene I think is really fascinating. Um, again, again, in terms of 
what I feel like it was saying about law enforcement um, juxtaposed with the Latinx community. Um, and I, I felt, yeah, I felt a little, the fact that they were, that this was like couched in like this Mexican theme was like, yeah, cringe. It, it was very cringe. so cringy and how they were playing music for them. The mosquitoes are playing music for them. They're using them as darts to play darts oh. like it's fucked. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And they're like waiting on them. It just all it just all was super cringy. Um, and uh, Hopper's brother, um, <laughs> who. Oh my God, Malt! What I mean, what a treat! What a treat! Uh, the only grasshopper that is enjoyable uh, to listen to at all, um, and still isn't great. Um, and uh, it's, Richard, and it's, uh, it's played by a uh, voice by Richard Kind. Yeah, too, he's so um, good. It's so good. He's so good. Um, and he goes. Uh, he goes to tell Hopper that he's like, oh, my God, because his buddies basically, you know, essentially like convince him to go tell his brother that it's a good idea that they not leave, that they stay there. Um, yeah, and he's, the, he's the vice president of the gang. Right. <laughs> right. Apparently. Yeah. And so he does that. Um, and and Hopper then is incited into like seemingly a blind rage um, that uh, is v very manipulative. And um, he plays off like he is super into the idea. Um, and he's like, that's such a great idea, except there was one aunt who stood up to me. Like he can't, he can't let it go that someone someone questioned his actions, someone negated what he did. He can't let it fucking go. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all of the things, all of the thoughts, all of the things. <laughs> it's like the, well, one, jumping back just a little bit, it's like yeah. the, the cruelty to other bugs. It's just yeah. like, like collectively, all these other, like everyone is class, under the classification of bugs. Yes. But like how... It's like what that power does and this like the cruelty of like keeping those other bugs in check. Like there's like uh, there's like a centipede that's like giving Hopper a massage. Oh, that's right. Like a, yes. Like, yes. Like, you're like, oh, it's like but like, but you do realize that you're all bugs, right? Like you all fall under the same classification. So it's right. like how do we how do we separate ourselves? And it is unfortunately by creating systems and structures of power. Yeah. And uh Device, uh, being divisive and like separating ourselves. That's yeah. one. And then here comes that fucking Ooh. monologue. I mean, I damn. Got, yeah, like he has the, the, so Hopper goes, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, he goes, it's just one puny ant. Like that's what the, um, the, the three bugs uh, that convinced Malt to go talk to the mm -hmm. Hopper. It's like, it's just like, it's just one bug and like Hopper, like uh, it's like this dispenser and he just like throws one of them at the bugs and he goes, did that hurt? They're like, no. And he throws mm -hmm. one more at them. And he's like, did that hurt? They're like, no. And like everyone's like in this uproar and laughing and thinking it's funny. And then, and then uh, Hopper pulls the, the, it's like a bottle cap. Yeah. <laughs> like a, yes. Like a tequila bottle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tequila <laughs> and, like, and like, but then they're like drowned. And he like, I was like, as a kid, I didn't really get this, but as an adult, I was like, wait, he just killed those three grasshoppers. Yes, he did. And you're like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
and then yeah. climbs on and then climbs on this mountain and then climbs on the mountain of seeds in which those three grasshoppers are now dead underneath and oh. gives this speech. I was like, oh, my oh God. man, I, I don't know if you do you want to go into this or should I, I, I go? No, go. I mean, yes, please, please yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's like I those. OK, those puny ants outnumber us 100 to one. And mm. if they ever found out, there goes our way of life. Mm. <laughs> it's, about food. it's about keeping those ants in line. <sighs> That's why we're going back. And you're like, mm. <laughs> you, the power yeah. is with the people. Yeah. But if you convince the people that they are, as a, as a collective, are weak, then yeah. they will continue to do your bidding. Yes. And that is especially looking at the times in which we live in where we have a wealth gap that is heartbreaking and sickening mm -hmm. and idea capitalism just as a structure itself is built upon this idea of lack yes. like we have to be under the illusion that there's not enough for all of us mm -hmm. ants can collect enough food not only for themselves to survive the rainy season but for these grasshoppers too, they yeah. have all those resources mm -hmm. and the individuals that are not putting in any fucking work are going there, stealing all their resources, not because they need it, but in order to make sure that the ants don't have it. Yes. Fuck, wow. man. Like, Fuck. Oh. oh my God. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> wow. I mean, Again, the, I truly believe if you watch this movie as an adult and you do not understand what is going on, <laughs> if it is not clear, you are ignoring what is happening <laughs> in this film. Um, it is, I mean, it is so well written. And I love, I love that Pixar puts puts important things um for, I, it like things that are important for children to hear they couch them in cartoons and it's fucking awesome it's um and terrifying it's terrifying oh yeah that it definitely left me breathless and just hearing you repeat it is <sighs> yeah that's yeah, a lot yeah. Yeah, radi you know, radicalizing children. <laughs> right, right, exactly, right. Yep, radicalizing kids. Um, they did that. They were also like, hey, we're just going to tell you that um, probably the world is going to end up uh, immobile and drinking um, liquid food uh, because we care more about uh, ourselves than the planet. So we'll give you Wally. -E. Uh, we're going to show you what it's going to be like if you don't take care of your planet. Like, yeah, they don't fucking care. I love it. They want, I think they do. They want kids to, as early as they can, in in ways that hopefully, you know, maybe if they don't completely understand it, that in the back of their mind, it's couched there, hopefully, you know, it's, it's pretty great. It's pretty great shit. And yeah, it gets me fired up. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, if, if nothing else, it's like, then as adults, now we can go, oh, Holy crap. I mean, it's yeah. just like, uh, 
I know this is not a, a Disney thing, but um, yeah, I just rewatched Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh yeah, <laughs> just like going, wait, this is a show that was literally for kids, and I was just like, there are no like, oh my goodness, <laughs> like there's literally a line with like, there's a ghost going away, and she's just like, uh, until there is justice, there will be no peace, and you're oh. like. Excuse wow. me? Wow. Excuse me? You're just like, like we, and I think it is, it is amazing to have conversations with young people because they haven't gotten to a point where they, where everything is regimented, where they, yeah. I, I think, I, I do believe that one can continue learning. You can continue learning as long as you're alive, you can continue learning because anything that's not growing is dead. Yes. But, be in wow. a place where you don't have to unlearn. To be in a place where you're like, mm. hey, this is how I understand things to be. Like, yeah. we live in a world now where, like, we acknowledge people as fully people. Like, mm-hmm. we can say things like Black Lives Matter. We say things like Black Trans Lives Matter. We, mm-hmm. we, uh, we address people by their pronouns. But, like, this is, what, this is a world in which we live in now. Yeah. And to watch those people now just be like, oh, yeah, this is just the world. Because yeah, like, they're constructing the world as they go along now as opposed yeah. to us who are a bit older mm-hmm. and those who don't want to learn who want to continue to grow. It's like, you get stuck in like, but well, we've always done things this way. But like, if you've always done things this way, you're sticking to these traditions as these, just like the ants, mm-hmm. you will never be able to see another world in which you are able to fully be yourselves and not have to worry about like, feeding into a system that deprives you and takes everything away from you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. Yep. Oh, we can, we can go on forever. Like I can we could, <laughs> no, I'm like, please just, I like what a gift, like you, I mean, truly it is, it is a, a gift that I do not deserve and your kindness and your openness and your education is incredible. It's, yeah, I'm like, let me just listen to you um, forever. That's all I want to do. Um, and <laughs> luckily I get to as your friend. This is the best part. Um, but um, yeah, we cut back. We're on this ant island. Uh, we're back on ant island. They're having a party um, and people are keeping a lookout. And Flick offers... Um, to sneak the circus bugs out, but they don't want to leave because they're having a really good time and they're feeling appreciated and loved and like everyone's having a great time and Ada is super flirty with Flick. We love to see it. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Their antennas get uh, tangled with each other and it's like... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. Oh, oh. Yeah, and um, and they think that the grasshoppers are arriving, but it's P.T. Flea, John Ratzenberger, as we said. Um, oh, my God, what a great character. Um, and he's like, hey, have you guys seen these bugs? And then everything gets fucking spoiled. The queen throws out all of the circus bugs and Flick. Um, and as they leave, the, the last leaf falls and the grasshoppers are flying. They end up arriving at dawn, um, and uh, they they when the, I mean truly I mean talk about White Walkers. That's also what my Game of Thrones brain like kept going back to. But like when they walk, uh, Pixar is so fucking great, and they've done this I literally think since 1995. Like with Toy Story, they established this idea of creating these 
animated worlds that are shot like films. Like they create film shots. Like having having these fucking grasshoppers walk out of fog. I was like, this is some cinematic shit. This is what? It's crazy. It's so cool and scary. Terrible. Yeah, and they yes. show up, and they show up at this time too. Flick is gone because, like, very Romeo Juliet. He's been banished. Yes. He's been banished. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Shakespeare jokes. I love it. I love it. Yes, he has. Yeah, and they walk out, and then they surround them, um, and and then he throws the food at them, and then fucking like fucking attacks them. He takes the queen with him. Um, the blueberries again. I and watching it this time, um, I was so struck by the fact that I was like, yeah, the youths as I say, being old, but like, you know, I'm like, they are the ones who figure out a solution. Like they, like, we need to understand that like, we should put hope and trust. Like you said, like speaking with younger people now, like it's, it's just, there's, there is an openness and a willingness to learn. And I love that it is the young ants who like truly saved the fucking day um, and, and risk their lives. Like yeah. they're so brave. Yeah, something that tends to get lost in the uh, in the history of of protest of organizations getting together of social anything dealing with social inclusion and social uh, justice being met, mm-hmm. all those movements are led by young people. Yeah, yeah, it's always young people. And yeah. like young, like young people will young people will lead us into the future if we allow them to. Well, if we make sure that they have a future to lead us into. I mean. Before everything beforehand. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I love that that was in this film. Um, And they have, yeah, the blueberries have a meeting. They overhear uh, the the grasshopper's plan to kill the queen. Um, And Dot uh, Dot leaves. Like, she's like, I'm going to go find Flick. Like, such a brave little ant. She goes to find Flick. Um, meanwhile, as she leaves, that crazy white walking asshole grasshopper comes after her. Fuck that guy. Thumper comes after her. Um, but she and she seemingly falls off of um, falls off of this like the cliff, this rock. But her wings work. Her wings finally work. She kept trying. She didn't listen to everyone else telling her not to f- try to fly. And I got very emotional because I was like, that's right. Like this whole movie made me super emotional. Um, I think it just has so many amazing things to say. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised by that because the setup of that, like it's such a, I'm not surprised that you had a cathartic moment. Yeah. And relief because that dot and thumper sequence it's so scary. It is so terrible. Like, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she is, um, she is able to, uh, fly to the circus bugs. Um, and flick is just like, I mean, he is super discouraged. And so, but everyone else is like, we believe in you. They're trying to Matt talk him up. They're like, we believe in you. We believe in you. And dot, does the rock analogy. And then I love my favorite joke in the whole movie that they keep recalling (laughs) is like the bugs are like, I don't know, it must be an ant thing. And then later in the movie, when they give princess Ada a rock and the ants are like, I don't know, it must be a bug thing. I don't know. 
I like, yeah. I love it. I, it's so stupid and cute, um, <laughs> but it works. It works. Um, and then uh, Rosie traps uh, PT Flea in, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a web and he's like, I'll pay you. I know you. I, I've never paid you before. And the, and the other bugs just like shut him in the fucking animal cracker box. It's fucking great. Yeah. Actually, something. Oh, my uh, my roommate brought this up yesterday. And he just he, he like, I love my roommate, Rich. He just like says things that's like offhandedly that are just like really kind of like brilliant. Uh-huh. He's just like the fact that PT says, I think about starting to pay you. Oh. And, Rich, and Rich just says, man, there's like there's a whole like artistic integrity side story happening here. Yes. And I was like, yes. Oh my! So it's like it's all like these systems of oppression. It's just yeah. like you are making me all this money. You are the one collecting me food. You are the one who's doing all of this work, and I'm not mm-hmm. giving you anything in return except for this illusion of protection, this illusion of security. This, yeah. It's, oh man, this idea, yeah. like how we're able to sell people idea. I mean, the American dream. <laughs> you right. know, like, you yes, know, we're able to sell people these ideas and give them this false sense of like that the people that are actually taking everything from you are the people who are trying or who are looking out for you um, and are aligned in your best interest. Like, yikes. Yeah, it's, it really is just, oh God, it's so good. It's so great. It's this, yeah, it, this movie just says so many fucking things all at once and it's incredible. Um, yeah, and a, a small theater thing that happens too. Uh, this, yeah. this, this is the nerdiest tech thing ever. When, yeah. like when Dot, when Dot gives him the rocket, she goes, "Pretend it's a seed, okay?" And then, because like the whole thing was like there was like still the mist right. and everything in the this one before. As soon as like you could, like the moment when like Flick's like, "All right, I'm back in." Everything lights up. Like the lights, yes. like from from his legs all the way up to his face, like light mm-hmm. up. And I'm just like, I'm like, there's a lighting person somewhere, like a yes. tech person. Oh, like, for sure. Fuck yeah, that was the right choice to make in that yes. moment. Because I was just like, oh man, like the emotions behind that. Like, oh, oh man. Yeah, it's it's dynamite. It's so good. Um, and the circus bugs are able to see what's happening from afar on an island. Um, and so part of the plan is that they are going to roll into dinner <laughs> in their circus act. Um, and so they do that. And Hopper at first is like, no, squish them. And then the two, <laughs> the two um, tuck and roll, right? I almost called them Rolly and Polly. Um, Tuck and roll, which is a bug, an actual bug, roly poly. But you know, tuck and roll. They they end up getting into a fight, and Hopper likes that because you know he's a fucking psycho. And um, he's like, great. Um, he's like, well, never mind. I guess we could use some entertainment. So then he's into it. And honestly, they give a great show. They smash it. All of their acts are fantastic. Everyone's into them. Um, and the blueberries, meanwhile, since he's distracted, they sneak up towards uh the bird. Um, and the Princess Ada sees this. It starts to make her a little nervous. They finally get to the bird. The rain is about to start. Um, and they get the signal from um, from Gypsy. But um, the rock that's supposed to roll and then release the mobile gets stuck. And Ho- Hopper then gets pissed because he's like, no, hold on a fucking sec. Because I love, I love that he gets mad, that he can't understand, like, where where 
the magic happened. Like, he's, like, pissed. Like, he's, it's not, like, and, it, you know, I feel like the other bugs are like, yeah, great. Like, you know, this is cool. She disappeared. And he's like, no, fuck you. Where is the bug? And also maybe because, you know, he's on edge. But I, in my mind, I was like, well, it's cool to think about it. That he's just like, no, fuck you. Magic isn't real. Like, yeah, which, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, is it surprising that the one who lacks imagination and is has no means of, expressing himself is quick to get angry right no yeah. <laughs> like he lives no. like he lives in the binary he's just like i'm angry yes. or i'm not like, yes yes mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, we can we can go to a whole talk about you know toxic masculinity and oh what that, my God. what that all does to you Fucking or like you from doing like yeah right but, right yeah. exactly but the birds Yes, Yes. mm -hmm. and it it flies. It does fly. Um, And the ants, they fake freak out. And they're like, wah! And then they, like, (laughs) run. (laughs) Um, And I love that they look, like, kind of happy. They're like, yay! But, like, they're pretending to be scared. Um, And the grasshoppers legitimately freak out. But P.T. freaks out. He gets free and thinks he's going to, to save, you know, the show. And he's so he goes to do his lighting on fire trip. Um, and fucking lights the bird on fire. Um, and, you know, and then I'm like, this is this is crazy. And it crashes. Um, and luckily, all the ants are able to get out. But um, Flick, Flick stands up not only to Hopper, also to Thumper. And he gets his fucking ass kicked. And like, and he does not stop. And we get... Um, we get a line that truly, I, it's like, I still, I, I get goosebumps. I got goosebumps when I rewatched it. I still have goosebumps thinking about it. But he says, ideas are very dangerous things. Um, oh, and I, I mean. Oh, I wrote that down too. Oh my, yeah, you're losers put on this earth to serve us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. I mean, it's the reinforcement of the status quo. Yeah. Yes. And Flick still fucking gets up like he knows he is getting his ass kicked and he doesn't fucking care because he is standing up for what is important to him. Um, It's really fucking. I mean, this is cinematic. I know (laughs) I was like, this is cinematic shit, but it really is. It is. It is powerful fucking storytelling. Um, And it it might be a step too far, but I literally wrote. Flick equals Nat Turner. Yes. 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 This feels like a very Nat Turner. It's like, yeah, we we about to like, yeah. Absolutely. Um, And, um, and he says, no, like we are not meant to serve grasshoppers. And then he gets backhanded so fucking hard and he's about to get his head. Hopper's about to step, like crush his head. Um, But princess Ada puts herself in between them. And then, and then he has these great lines where he's like, no, or she has these great lines where she's like, oh, but you think like, you, you know, we're strong. Oh no, I'm sorry. That is like, like, he's like, no, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're a lot stronger than you say we are. And you know it. And you know Don't. it. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and that, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the light switch for, for all the other ants. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yes. And they all, it's fucking, it's so epic. All the other grasshoppers start flying away. Uh, they put Hopper into their cannon, but then, <laughs> naturally, we love that. But then the rain starts coming, which is also fucking scary. Um, and he, he shoots himself out of the cannon um, and escapes with Flick, but then the fucking circus bugs, we love an underdog, like these artists who people don't believe are warriors fucking come after him. Um, and Ada grabs Flick, um, but they get hit, they get hit with this giant raindrop. Um, but Flick is like, no, 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 trust me, come this way. Like, so they lure Hopper, um, to find them. And uh, he starts choking him to death. I mean, Pixar, again, like, they <laughs> yeah. they they don't mind. I mean, like, Disney is like, we don't show violence. And Pixar is like, cool, we're going to put uh, three of your favorite toys of all time into an incinerator. And they make a death pack together. But, like, it's a children's movie. You know, it's like they don't they don't hold shit back. <laughs> um, and, um, and then, uh, and so as he's choking him to death, the fucking bird comes and Hopper thinks it's a fake bird and starts taunting it. And that bird fucking picks him up and he feeds Hopper to her fucking children. <laughs> what? <gasps> wow. I wrote down, eat the rich, literally. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Eat the rich. Fuck eat yeah. Oh, man. Ugh. What a great moment. It's so satisfying. And then I, I, I love that the film then, like, going back to Ant Island, we, we see everyone using Flick's invention to get food. And the circus bugs are, like, finally leaving. But everyone is applauding. They applaud for Flick. Um, and Ada gets the queen's crown. And little Dot gets Ada's crown. Um, and Heimlich sprouts teeny tiny wings. And, like, <laughs> and then they fly away. And it's, like, it's just... It, it's awesome. It's awesome. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> it's it got, just, oh. And I mean, I, something, that I, I, something I also don't want to get lost in this is like, yes. this is a matriarchal society in which shit gets done. Um, yes. Pay attention, people. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Ooh. Yeah, it's really terrific. Um, God, I mean, there's so many takeaways. Like, if you had like one main takeaway, what, what would it be? I feel like that's hard. It's just, it's great storytelling. There's so many, but if you had one, I wrote, I wrote that cause I had so many too. I was just like, I have to write this down. All right. Yeah. Stop waiting for systems to save you. Don't be afraid of new ideas. Oh, great. Like everyone is welcome for Greg's genius because I mean, God, yep. Like that. And yeah, I feel like the idea that like no matter how small you are, no matter how insignificant uh, anyone makes you feel or society makes you feel like together you are powerful. You are powerful by yourself. You are smart. And together you can do fucking anything. Um, And I I truly I mean, I, I hope I like I hope that people watch this. I'm like, this could not be a more topical film, you know, like given the moment that we are in right now. I'm just I I'm so glad you wanted to watch it. I am so amped up right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, yeah. We're all we're all we gotten. We're all we need. 
Like we have oh, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, you, I am, I'm so grateful you agreed to come and do an episode with me. You, your, your thoughtfulness and your kindness and your joy. I mean, you really are. You are such a fucking warrior of joy. You just are. You're just absolutely incredible. And I'm, I'm so grateful to call you my friend. And I'm so grateful you came on this podcast. It literally made my entire week. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, I love, because I've been, I've been, I've been listening to, I've listened to, I've listened to almost all the podcasts and I, and I tell you, because like whenever we go on our work, I'm just like, oh my God, okay, this is like, um, but I love that you are utilizing space right now um, to, uh, to speak about something that is, uh, something that is relevant and on top of that, something that we all have a basis of connection to. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. these are movies. Um, we are probably not the intended audience being in, uh, <laughs> being the aces that we are. Yeah. But there is something, there's something so beautiful about being, being asked to do something and speak about something critically mm-hmm. um, in a space that's not necessarily like a safe space because like I don't think one can create safe spaces, but a brave space of like, no, this is how the world, we are seeing the world reflected back to us. And these are ways in which we can change it. Like mm. That is, to me, I'm like, that's hope. And so thank you mm. for giving me and everyone that's listening a space to dream and hope that this will all get better. Wow. That's, uh, I'm not crying, you're crying. So um, thank you. <laughs> That's the kindest thing. And truly, yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, this is there was never a goal, but always an idea that um, that I mean, Disney absolutely. um, Yeah, like you said, it's a it's a point of connection and you can still love Disney and be an activist and be an ally and watch these movies and say that is offensive, that (laughs) that is not acceptable. But you you can still, you know, be along for the Disney ride. And I feel like, yeah, the whole the whole idea the whole time was just to be able to talk to people I love about things that we love um and hopefully provide a platform uh for everyone like you said just to be able to talk and connect and that wow that that made my life so thank you for saying that um but truly i'm it's the the honor and the pleasure are all mine please come back anytime you want um i i can't wait i can't wait to walk and and chat again you're the best yeah um, may I say two things before I go? Of course you can. Yes. Um, I think about the James Baldwin quote. Uh, he's like, uh, I love America more than any other country in the world. And exactly for that reason, I insist on the right to criti- uh, to criticize her perpetually. Mm. And that's what it, like, it, I mean, that's what Disney can't be. It's just like, we we know the problematic things in in this. Like there are problems, like, and all the things that we love, they're all problematic. <laughs> like they all can yeah. be problematic. But there is... Yeah. It is those things that we love that we need to be the most critical about because we want them and know that they can be better. 100%. Yep. And the final thing I'll say, which is probably, I probably should have ended on that one. No, Um, you're great. It's like, there are bloopers in this. Oh, 
whole blueprint. And this is like this is this is the only time that I've seen this. I don't know if they are in, in other Pixar movies or Disney, like in just in general. The, but yeah, there are bloopers mm-hmm. to this, and the bloopers so good. are hilarious. They're oh so my fucking good. It's great. <laughs> it's so good. Sadly, I sadly remember them being more bloopers than. I don't know if it was just something that was like featured on like the, the original VHSs, but there were actually more than, than there are like streaming on like Disney plus and everything like that. But yeah, like those, those bloopers are like life. Like, <laughs> like I just like, I suggest you just go and watch those bloopers. Uh, it is a, it is a great palate cleanser after yes, watching such a, it is. going on such a, a, a radicalizing roller coaster of a movie. I so. mean, honestly, it's like who does not want to watch cartoons like fake forget their lot? I mean, I could watch this shit all fucking day. It's so, it's so good. Yeah, I totally agree. It's a great palette cleanser. Yeah, you're the best. You're the best. Thank you so much. You, I, I, I love you, friend. I really, really do. <laughs> I love I'm, you I'm too. I look forward to uh, our next week. Yes. Thank you for joining me for another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy. We'll see you real soon. 